you're listening to this on your summer break thinking, man, this is the life. Why on earth would I want to go back to the office? Maybe I could become one of those travel influencers who just post pictures of themselves on holiday in Bali on the gram. Hashtag ad, hashtag image and 10 for a discount. <laughs> That's such a detailed fantasy. <laughs> You've even come up with your own hashtags. I just came up with it just then. What are you talking about? I don't think about this all the time. But it doesn't. <laughs> I can dream. People could one day pay for their HelloFresh using Imogen 10. It's an option. That doesn't have to be a dream, I don't reckon. Because, you know, influencers these days, seriously, they can make some serious bank. I mean, I was reading up on this. Mm. The influencer market is worth about $250 billion globally, and Goldman Sachs says that's going to double in five years. It could be a $500 billion industry. It begs the question, is it time to start taking influencers seriously? Well, to help us answer that question, I'm pleased to say we're joined by Liz Delaney, Director of Outspoken by Odd, which manages many Kiwi influencers. Kia ora, Liz. Do you need someone else on your books? Um, I'm available. No. We are always <laughs> looking for good new talent. Trust me. Uh, how does someone make the jump to getting paid for social media posts? How many followers do you need? Is that all it relies on? No, not really. I think people start out like the regular person. And some just become naturally good at it. Mm. The the PR agencies, the ad agencies and Brands Direct, they have all sorts of really in-depth tools available to them now and they can keep a track of uh, people whose numbers are climbing. So, you know, they keep a little eye on the nano-influencers that suddenly peak and become the micro-influencer. It's very hard nowadays to be a, a macro influencer. Those are typically people that were early adopters, right. mm. probably 10, 11 years ago when, when social media began. But, um, you know, all of a sudden you'll start being gifted things by brands because your numbers will be creeping up or your content will be really fantastic and, and interesting and engaging. You can start getting seeded product and then in comes the conversation of this is taking up quite a lot of my time and I need to sort of be mm-hmm. compensated for right. my time. And people make a natural switch to I'm going to take this more seriously and I'm going to I'm going to be paid for that. Because I guess in New Zealand maybe at least there's a bit of a mix between people that were already kind of famous through their work on TV and stuff like that, that versus that- those people that have come up organically. Is that am I right in saying that? Absolutely. And I've always um, my primary business was managing broadcasters. Mm. So uh, you know our broadcasters naturally had big numbers through their radio shows or their or their television shows. Then there are people that literally grafted from the bottom just organically. Yeah. Are you willing to tell us how much Kiwi influencers make <laughs> per post? Ballpark, ballpark. Well, without without being specific, <laughs> um, there, there's a lot of different elements to it. So um, it depends how how you put it together. Like a story set can be as low as four hundred dollars, and that'd be for three frames, you know, sure. in your mm. stories. A reel on average might be $4,000 to make a reel. Um, some of our very big influencers, they can charge up to $15,000 a reel. The expectation on those ones is very high, though. So they're the ones you see that are very technical and really uh, quite heavily produced pieces. There's, there's typically um, a lot sure. of post-production and a lot of snares to them. Does that mean that those people aren't themselves aren't doing it? Is the post-production getting outsourced to someone? Um... No, they do it all themselves. And this, I think the interesting part about it is um, a lot of people come into social media as a bit of a hobby 
And then all of a sudden it gets, you know, once you start working in the paid realm, it becomes very serious. It is effectively another medium of advertising. Mm. So you have to take it very seriously. There's a lot of money involved. There's timings involved because it will flow on through part of a integrated advertising campaign. So there's a uh, there's a lot to it that makes um, it a lot less sexy when you get into the weeds. It's not lying on the beach <laughs> um, taking I, selfies anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Done, done and dusted. Damn it. Uh, I know we mentioned that Goldman Sachs reckon the industry could double within the next five years, but how realistically how stable is influencing full-time as a job? For some, very stable. For others, it's uh, cyclical, I, w- I would say. Sure. But I look after people, who, you know, for example, Johnny Tulasashek, uh, Simone Anderson, Anna Reeve, people like that. That is a full-time yeah. job for them. They're very dedicated to the craft um, and um, – it's a lot of work mm. from ideation to creation to, to the final product. So, yeah, it is a full-time full time job. And I guess we might not know now because it's kind of quite new in the scheme of things, but what's like the like the life cycle, do you think, of, a, of an influencer? Can you maybe stay in it for 20 years or does it move with your audience or are you just kind of working that out as we go? Um, the art is um, evolving over time. I've seen a lot of great, in the last 11 years, a lot of great influencers be mm absolutely top of their game everybody wants to work with them we're batting people off and then it sort of falls off a cliff because they haven't evolved with the time someone like Simone Anderson has been incredible she started out with her uh, you know journey to weight Mm. loss and you know we've been through her you know the evolution of her life you know her wedding her babies you know all that sort of stuff and she continues to share her whole life so that's evolved um, and that's she's a really good mm, example mm. of someone that's moved with age and stage. So, Liz, is it time influencing is seen as a serious job that we take influencing more seriously? Absolutely, and I, I think if you if you don't already, um, you definitely should. Uh, it's here to stay, and uh, it's a very important element of all uh, brand advertising now. What are your top tips for someone uh, starting out? <laughs> Firstly, what I'm always worried about is how not to say the wrong thing. Do you give them some advice about how not to get cancelled? Yes. <laughs> no further comments. And you know what? I mean, you only need to say the wrong thing once and you'll never do it again because mm. people are very quick to climb on you. And do you, as manager of these influencers, have to oversee every single piece of content or, or are you more there as that go between the brand and the person and then once you've secured that deal, they can essentially do what they want? No, we go right through the process with them. We see every piece of content. We see every caption. We check the edits to make sure that um, that everything is met and that there's nothing that could cause concern and that we're happy to present as an agency uh, that piece of content to the agency or, or the brand direct. So we're very heavily involved in it. It's probably a lot more um, business than it seems from the from an external point of view, and way more time. Like, how much time is it taking to make one reel? It can be hours, by the sounds of it things. It can be. It can be hours, um, and it depends how extensive the idea is. I mean, some people are so clever and so good at it; they can pump 
something out quite quickly. Other people will sit on it for you know for a week and they'll fiddle around and give it several goes. But what, what's the, what's quite quickly then, Liz? You've just gone from <laughs> quite quickly to a week. What's... Quite quickly is about an hour. Right, quite sure. Quite quickly is an hour. Like somebody, and it, it just depends. I always recommend working with brands that you really love because then it's yeah. like that old saying, you know, work with something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. If you're really into it and you're really excited about it, you want to put, you go, oh, I've got this great idea. Let's jump on that and, and let's go. Right. So um, that, that, the real piece of advice there is always work with brands that, are, uh, that you have a true synergy with and really authentically love. And Emo, that's why you work so well with that artisanal dog water that you got given. For that's being. why I work so well with you, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Liz Delaney, Director of Outspoken Vital. Thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you. And that is all from this summer edition of Newsable. I'm Jess McCarthy. And I'm Imogen Wells. We will see you next time. Good luck on the gram. Good luck on the gram. Maybe I won't see you next time because I'll be an influencer. <laughs> if you like this podcast, please support our work. Visit stuff.co.nz slash support. If you don't have time to read the in-depth stories or you just prefer to listen instead, The Long Read From Stuff is the podcast for you. Each week we showcase one of our excellent pieces of journalism, telling important or entertaining stories from the world of crime, sport, history, culture and more. You also get to hear from the journalists themselves about how they uncovered the story and how it came to life. So for your weekly dose of long-form journalism, beautifully read, subscribe to The Long Read From Stuff wherever you get your podcasts.